Hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to a special edition of QuickBooks Labs. This is QuickBooks Labs, where we're actually live at QuickBooks Get Connected 2024 in Woolwich, which I believe is going to be the start of a, a roadshow. We haven't been told that yet, but we believe it's going to be. And we're going to tell you straight away what we've been told today, what new features have been announced, what we can get all excited about. And then we'll probably cover at the end some of the Changes have happened in QuickBooks lately that we might want to cover. Before we go any further, though, let's do an introduction to everyone. My name's Aaron Patrick. I am the QuickBooks chap. And to the left of me is... Oh, my name's Johan. I am co-host with Mr. Patrick on Ask the Accountant, a uh, member of the QuickBooks Accounting Council, and I operate the OnPoint Accounting Group. And to my left is... Uh, hi, I'm Simon Woodhams. I am the Software Advisory Manager at Walkings & Smith and also sit on the QuickBooks Accounting Council. To my left is the esteemed... Well, I'm esteemed. I'm Charlie Khan, and there's a theme here because I'm also on the Accountants Council, so it's a little dull here. Um, and I am—I have a small firm of accountants in West London. And to my left, hey, I'm Tom Herbert. I'm the technology editor for Accounting Web. Sadly, I'm not on the uh, QuickBooks Accountants Council, <laughs> but uh, I write about all things accounting technology for our beloved readers. And it is a bucket list to actually have Tom on our podcast. So thank you very much for coming along. That's a pleasure. Okay, let's talk about this very stage. So this stage here is, what's the date today? It's the 27th of February, 2024. And today was the day that we had Get Connected. And normally at these events, we get a raft of all these brand new product announcements. We get all excited. We did say we weren't expecting as many announcements today with it not being a full-blown Connect, uh, QBO Connect. Let's go through the room. What's everyone's general feeling? Before going to particular, I've got a list of what we're going to go through, but what was your mood from announcements today? Are we, if we did a scale of one to 10, last year was a solid 10. What would you call this year? So I think this year has been a, it's up there, it's about an eight. Like it's a reaffir reaffirming what's been done, reaffirming what's coming up, which if you've already been on the roadshows recently, you kind of knew what was coming up. But, just reconfirming that they're going in the right direction and that this is all coming from feedback from us as members of QuickBooks user groups. And I think that's really key. They're really hammering that home here. That's the, it's, we're here to listen to you. We're here for feedback. We want your feedback. Don't hold back. Tell us everything because we can't improve if we don't hear from you. Would I say it's an eight? I think it depends on where your firm sits. I think from the improvements or what they've said about today is a lot of it's really, really great. And would be a, if you're a QuickBooks only practice, then I'd say yeah, today's an eight or nine, maybe a ten, because it's improving those bits that you you don't have to leave QuickBooks again to do extra bits. If you're a firm that uses all software, some of the bits that release today don't really affect what we are going to do and what we're going to do in the future. So I'd say it's like a five, maybe, from my point of view as a larger firm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I broadly agree with you guys. I mean, I think it's been a consolidation of what they've been talking about over the last few months. Um, I was on a couple of the roadshows or eight, one of the roadshows earlier in or late last year. Um, I, the two big things, I guess, for me is they're finally launching what they were talking about last year and were beta testing is their Bureau Payroll, which uses QuickBooks Payroll Advance, which has been around for a few years. Uh, but adds a lot of features that you would want as an accountant running a payroll bureau 
And importantly, I was shocked at their pricing. It's incredibly cheap, I have to say. I probably shouldn't say that until they put the prices up. Um, but it, it is staggeringly cheap. And the other thing that I, that I was learning about today that I, that I like was one of my pet hates has been what they were doing with receipt capture in product. And what I've seen now is they've dramatically improved that. So there's some, those are the two, I guess, takeaways for me. Yeah, I'd say it's a good, a good solid seven. I think last year was very much, it was a blizzard of announcements, wasn't there? It? it was just like, okay, we've got Bureau Payroll and we've got Practice Manager and we've got the working papers. It was, whoa. And I mean, obviously there was a reasonable amount of ground to make up after um, things had gone a bit quiet, but you know, it was moving at pace. It was, hold on a minute, in, in this era of cloud where things are supposed to happen iteratively and slowly, this was a, a blitz of announcements. But I think for those of us who've been around a, a fair bit, announcements can sometimes slip, you know, they, they fall off the radar. And so actually what's been really positive this time around is that they've, they've come back to everything that was announced and you know practice manager they're talking about phase two uh they're backing up frs 105 with frs 102 on uh, the sort of protex side of things so that's that's good it's 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 sort of reiterating and reaffirming what they're up to which i i think gives uh gives people uh you you know some solace and and confidence in the product ahead i think yeah i couldn't agree but i think for me it's a 7.5 at the end of the day We've already said we couldn't have beat last year. Last year was a, a once and a blue moon. Maybe it'll never get kind of that sort of announcements come through again. But I think this one was what the confidence for me was the fact that each one of the products that was announced last this time last year has moved up progress in each one of those there. And I think that's the that's the takeaway for me. It's okay, there's nothing there that blows my mind. And we, we've already said we're all on the account accounts. We know there's stuff coming and we know there's stuff that's really exciting about and we can't wait to talk about it. We're going to go from there. So let's just talk about some of the stuff that was announced. So to the 210 people here. So it's a big event. Like there's been a lot of people here. Well attended. Everyone I seems... I you that was potentially more people than at the big QuickBooks Get Connected event, was it? I don't I don't know what the attendance was last in London. It it, doesn't it? But it felt like there was a lot more staff members to visitors last year. Yes, but then they restricted the number of app people here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Whereas before you had, like, you might have had an army of yeah. Next or etc. Yeah, there's a lot of twenty five different people. Members to, yeah. <laughs> they've restricted that to like what two or three yeah. per stand, and I think that's and there's a lot more QuickBooks people that they can talk to. Yeah. Whereas before it was literally loads, and that's probably where it's looked yep. like there was lots Fair of people potentially. Yeah. I mean, they started off with QuickBooks Intuit, which we all talked about. Intuit Assist. We've all talked about. We just wanted to know the details of it. They've teased us. They keep showing it us. I suppose they never mentioned it last year, so it's kind of new for this year, right, in terms of the major event. But we just want to know. We just want to get play. We want to play with that, right? I, I think you and I said before today started, like we said last night, it's like, what are we, what are we expecting? What are they going to announce? And I said, look, if they announce nothing else, if they just walk into a room and go, Intuit Assist, going live, October 2024, mic drop. <laughs> Sage, Zero, what are you going to do? Like <laughs> they'll be miles behind. Like that—that's all he had to do. Now they didn't do that, but they reaffirmed its progress. And I think QuickBooks have learned it from the past years, where like QuickBooks Bank was announced, yep, and then disappeared. <laughs> yeah. 
after we all got so excited, we told all our clients about it. This is going to be amazing, and it just disappeared. So I think they've learned I think well. They've learned a lot from the big event. Even like we, I know we mentioned it earlier. They obviously last year's big event. They said this is what we're doing, mm. and they've learned from previous ones going. This is what we're doing, and then they're doing nothing. Yeah. To go, this we're done, and this is how we're still doing bits towards it. And I think that's the same. Reaffirming it, yeah. It's reaffirming. Actually, there was more this year on that AI side of how it's not just their AI. It's more about generative AI. Mm -hmm. And it's not just going to kill off the accountants that are all sitting here going, oh my God, AI is going to kill us. It was saying, actually, you're going to help us improve that AI that will then in turn. There's yep. lots more on that yeah. side of yeah. the AI side. And they, they need to get that message out there, don't they? Because there's BDMs out there who are scared trying to get new work for equipment. They're scared that Intuit AI is going to be negatively received. I mean, is there any negativity there? I don't. I, don't, they've, I think they did it pretty well in terms of trying to trying to get around it. I think that for those who take an interest in that kind of thing, then you know, I don't think there is any fear at all. I think everyone's quite excited, like yourselves, to get it, get down and dirty with the tools and actually, you know, properly kick the tires on it. Um, I think at the other end. I don't even think it's registered, if I'm being honest. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of chat GPT sort of hype around, but they probably haven't even done that. And so actually the, the, there might be a small sliver in between who, who are a bit sort of terrified about it all. But, you know, in, in that kind of vague way that, you know, the, a lot of other things in the back of your mind, I, I, don't, I don't think it's really registered that much, to be honest. I think what's interesting about the audience demographic here, though, is during the keynote, Nick Williams said, put your hands up if you're using ChatGPT in your work in any form. There was a lot more hands up in that audience than I was expecting. Agreed. Whether they're using it just for writing a blog once every now and then or they're powerhousing it, the fact that people, that many hands went up where, yeah, I know what it is and I'm using it in some form. I, w I felt that was a very forward-thinking demographic of the accounting and bookkeeping industry, which perhaps we don't always see at events. So, I think what's important, I mean, this is not new to anybody, I suspect, is that AI is undoubtedly going to have a massive impact over the next few years, an absolutely massive impact. So it's critical that if you are a forward-thinking practice, accounting practice, that you need to be working out how it will work for you, for your practice, and for your clients. So if you are a QuickBooks-based practice, and you can see that QuickBooks are at the forefront of implementing AI, and they've already launched it in the States to some extent, and as you, know, as you were just saying, it, it's going to be launched here once they embedded it in and, and know that it's how it's working properly and how accountants want to use it, um, and how clients want to use it as well. Um, I think by being a QuickBooks practice and knowing that QuickBooks are at the forefront of this, you're going to be in at the early stages knowing how to use AI and not get left behind. Because I think if you are, what's well, not cresting the wave, what's, you know, but you, you're, you're, you're running with the, you know, with yeah. the wave, of the, you will reap the benefits. If you're stuck behind you're trying to catch up on everybody, if you're surfing, if you're surfing the, wave, the wave, great, you're going to do brilliantly. It's the same. If you, yeah, it's the same wave that when cloud accounting yeah, came, the thing. Absolutely, it's exactly. It's that same thing of if you weren't. I think it's bigger than cloud, but, but you're absolutely right. But I think it it will do that times five, times ten. Or OCR technology, like OCR came along, every bookkeeper was redundant. Apparently, yeah. I would argue there's this more now than there ever has been, and mm. it's right the same story. It's the same story being said about the, 
different things that happened in our industry. Yeah. Oh, cloud accounting, right? That's the death of Sage Desktop. It's not because Sage Desktop still exists. It's and it has its rightly place. or wrongly. Yeah, rightly or wrongly, it's in some people's opinions. <laughs> rightly, in my case, because I still see features it has that others don't. Yeah. And so is that. And then it was. Oh, OCO is going to kill the bookkeepers. Hasn't it's created more. Yep. Now it's AI is going to kill accountants. No, it's not. It's so, there to help, and that's where Intuit Assist yeah. is. Is that it's there to like get that data and gather that data and help you streamline what you're doing with that data. I was chatting to one of the BDMs from QuickBooks last night uh, in the hotel, and he was saying, "Oh, there's a few accountants and bookkeepers he's spoken to that are really worried about Intuit Assist because it's giving more. It's doing more of my job for me." directly with the client like the client's going to be able to ask it what's my profit and loss and it's like yeah but surely you that accountant would rather them ask into your assistant get the same answer so that the accountant can spend more time with the client in high value areas than wasting that five minutes on the phone doing that i said like i i have meetings with various clients of mine that aren't necessarily my clients and my team but i turn up to this meeting and my clients think i'm incredible because this Group managing directors just walked in. He know he's just made several comments about my business and my finances that tell me he is monitoring my business when he's got another six hundred clients to monitor. No, I have sat there ten minutes before the meeting and gone through some reports to work out some conversation starters. You go, oh, January was looking good. Well, oh, you spent a bit more there in December than normal. What's going on there? I spend ten fifteen minutes each time doing that. If I can tell Intuit assist to do that summary for me and I can read it in five minutes, I've saved five to 10 minutes for every meeting. Like that's an hour a day back of my time. That's incredible. What's the, uh, what's the phrase that the future is here, it's just unevenly distributed. And I think that if you're, if you're looking at the, the people who are gonna be using this stuff in the future, then you mentioned your 600 clients there when a new tax year, rolls around and you've got 600 people to uh, to contact, are you going to be doing the old way and, and sort of chasing them up for information manually? Or are you going to be leveraging some of the AI capabilities that are becoming out to, to contact all of them and, you know, potentially pick up documents that they haven't sent in and send automated reminders and things like that. And then, then as, as you mentioned there, do some of the higher value stuff that you actually want to do rather yeah. than doing the, the donkey work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think interestingly what was done, right. So let's go, let's go back through what, what was announced. So we were told that AI is already in the software and I think that's a good, good way of yeah. helping people understand it. Right. That's something I've been saying to other, yeah, I've been around doing QuickBooks bits and speak to clients and saying, well, AI has been around for, well, forever yeah you just didn't know it as ai it wasn't until chat gpt came out publicly and everyone went oh my god it's like well you've been using predictive text and you've been i was talking to someone in government and they were like oh you know this is we've got this ai board but i was like yeah but i've been using it as ocr i can go over there take a photo and it's done this that's ai we've been doing that for 10 years possibly longer and it's putting it more in layman's terms and yeah things that people use every day today that is helping it come across better i 100%. think yeah so, so the examples they gave here was um the error checker and the income checker and the loan qb so loan qb is a pretty new feature let them analyze the bank easier so that's intuit ai we moved on to quickbooks practice manager i mean let's be honest they, they've got some nice features that are coming through really struggling to read it here but 
There was add uh, QuickBooks data client easily. Ultimately, what they're trying to do is get to that old process of QuickBooks Practice Manager should be and will hopefully be a, a holistic view of your clients. Yep. Feels like they're softly getting there. Have they done enough so far? What, what, I mean, you're not allowed well, to talk about I'm this. I'm not allowed so to talk on. about this. So we'll move on. I think the fact that it is QuickBooks Practice Manager and they have QuickBooks data and you've got things like the workflows and things like that in there, there needs to be that deep integration. Yeah. Because what's yeah. the point of having a workflow for VAT and then you're still having to go and source your VAT return? And all the, it's that sort of stuff I was hoping to see more of. Like I know it's great they've got different, you know, some of the new features that are in there were needed to be there. So yeah, as I said, they're improving it slowly. But those are the bits that I really want to see is, I don't want, if I'm doing a task, the, the whole thing of practice managers to have your tasks in there, I don't want to then leave that. Mm -hmm. I want to source all that data. I don't want a team, right, log out here, go into here, do this, this, this. I want everything there. And if you're already owned by QuickBooks and you've got the QuickBooks data behind it, source me that information. Yeah. And at the moment, I feel like it's, Gathering the data, it's, it's starting to it's gather starting the data. Yeah. business overview. Yeah. Great, it's great for, I really applaud the grabbing the business overview and the number of transactions and mm -hmm. things like that, especially mm -hmm. where people will be using something like a Go proposal or practice ignition or something to do their quotes based on potentially transaction values or number, not transaction, number of transactions. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to source that data quickly and then maybe in Quidditch Parenthood, you've got, well, we've signed up for 50 transactions a month and you can see straight away, oh, they're at 3,000. We can do your billing. You can yeah. have your billing. You can start that conversation directly in product yeah. with your client going, oh, by the way, X, Y, and Z. That was quite cool. Yeah. And I think that's where ultimately, and hopefully we'll get there, that's what it needs to do, right? It needs to, that data not just be presented to us, but then we could trigger that data or something. Yeah, put some alerts in that says, exactly. you know, this is what we've quoted for. This is where they're sitting for each of your, however you break it down. Yeah. And then if it goes over by a percentage, it pings off alerts. Yeah. to whoever it may be like you might have a sales team or a recruiting team or the, t the account manager or something like that yeah 100 percent. anyone practice manager i guess what i would like to see if we're on the practice side of things be a bit like you know the launch bureau payroll you can see all your clients payroll and all the rest of it in one screen it would be nice and maybe you can i don't i've not seen this yet where if you are a manager in the accounting firm looking at a range of clients if you can see all your clients which returns have been done, maybe it shows how much is owed on each of them. So you could maybe, ones with higher than normal amounts, you could, you can maybe think, oh, I better review that one or not review, don't need to review that one, see whether they've been filed and all the rest of it, and have that pull through at a practice uh, level so you can see everything at once. That, to me, would be leveraging the power of having an inbuilt practice manager within the bookkeeping, within the accounting software. Yeah. Adding to that very quickly, and then with Intuit Assist, is if you put that into there, yeah. then it can start looking at your client's data and going, well, hang on a minute, this, because, you know, something, you know, you always have like trends and troughs, and, you know, something when I was an accountant way back when, was, you know, you'd look at your VAT return and go, well, I used to do a lot of agriculture clients. You go, well, we always know October harvest, right, it's going to be higher. Is the same October next year the same or similar? And it's starting, you should be able to get to start looking at things like that and start going, well, this doesn't look right, or yeah. based on the industries, et cetera, et cetera. So you sort of combine the two things together, it's quite even more powerful. That's why we want to play with it, right? We want to see how much the mm. ecosystem it can see, what it's allowed to look at, because we should have an opportunity to have industry leading if we've got access to all that data. Um, they talk about ProTax, the only update ProTax, I say only, it's a big one. Uh, 
they're committed to 102 and personal tax. Mm. It's a good thing, right? That's the adoption it needs. It needs those extra ones for it to, to, to go with it. Any, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've not used the ProTax tool yet. Um, I've, with the announcement made today that it will do 102, it will do income tax returns, all the rest of it, I'm a lot more interested in seeing that now because I, 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 I was less interested if it would only do a small subset of my clients. But if I could move away from my existing tax software, because I like the fact that all my tax, soft, you know, all my tax clients are, are in one piece of software. If I can move them all across, then, then it becomes a much more useful and viable product. Yeah, any more to add on ProTax? I think we, we've talked about it enough, haven't we, over, over time? Uh, yeah. Thoughts from Tom? I mean, from an outsider's point of view, because we've been looking at this for a long time. <laughs> but it, yeah, we've, Here's a question for you. Outside looking in, how do you feel the pace of the product has gone? It was announced a year ago, and we're being promised 102 on personal tax, but we don't know when. What, what, outside looking in, how would you feel about it in a pace? I think it backs up the statements that they've made. There were big commitments made around sort of to tax were, and uh, I think now they're starting to deliver it. Uh, I, I, I mean, the fact that it is within the product, you know, you're not going to have to do all the, the sort of export import dance. Uh, the fact that the pricing is, it, it, you know, it's within the sort of QuickBooks ecosystem, and it isn't a separate chargeable module. You know, that's it. That's, that, that's a huge benefit potentially um, to a lot of QuickBooks users. So, yeah, I mean, the, the pacing is what it is. I mean, you know, these, uh, you know, particularly with FRS one and two, we've seen, you know, tax software struggle to build this stuff. Up. Here's a question for you though. So, practice management, payroll bureau agnostic that was the word of choice this morning from nick wasn't it it's going to be agnostic it's going to be agnostic do we think pro tax could become agnostic in the future yeah i think it yeah. should be yeah i think because you know sitting as a bigger firm is that if you're a smaller firm and you can put everything in one place it makes it nice and easy you yeah. can have that full workflow of quote practice management quickbooks pro tax and Sage is very similar yep. in that, that you have Go Proposal that ecosystem, ecosystem yeah. end to end. When you can start bolting in, like we know half our clients are on zero in our outsourcing department. If we want to use QuickBooks Practice Manager as a department, why can't we bolt in all of our zero clients? Why can't we bolt in the one or two Sage clients and the one next week client? And if we can get that, then it makes it really powerful. Agnostic seems to be the way lots of them are going. Yeah. Like, Sage have done the similar thing. Yep. You can bolt random you know, to certain levels. Um, obviously, Dex Precision, you can have Sage QuickBooks uh, Quick Zero and other. Yep. So that, I think there's a move to that and less of a, this is ours. Yeah. And, and the next announcement pulls that straight in because the next announcement was QuickBooks Ledger. It's finally in the UK. We can now talk about it. Yep. Now officially a thing. Surely that's agnostic all over again, isn't it? That's what it's designed for. It's... Well, if your client's not quite using QuickBooks, maybe they're paper, maybe they're using the solution, then you need to tax. If you want to use all the other great stuff from working papers, we have a solution for you. I would say for it to be agnostic, it needs to be able to pull the data from zero, Correct. say, yep. free agent into ProTax. Is that their responsibility for doing that? Because we've had conversations today about particular partners in here who could do that for us. 
do we need QuickBooks to do that for us? Is that really their their world? Like, also, we'll, it's just a connection. It's an API. It's the same thing that tax cap, tax yeah. filer, etc. have all got at the moment. Of they go, where are you pulling your TV from? Right, we'll speak to that API and pull that TV for you. Technically, QuickBooks could do that. And whether Zero would let them is another matter. Oh, but... I mean, it could be quite the queue. I mean, Zero. I, I mean, it's an open API, it. right? No, <laughs> but it could be. Zero is an open API. It's certified. In, in, in terms of practice management uh, solution, it's essential that you have one practice management tool that's completely agnostic because you, you can't run a practice using multiple practice management solutions. That simply doesn't work. When it comes to statutory accounts production and filing tax returns, whether it's income tax or, or corporation tax returns, I'm not so sure. Uh, historically, yes, I would have wanted it in one product. But if I have a tax and accounts production tool that is embedded within a bookkeeping solution, if my practice chooses to use multiple bookkeeping solutions, I don't see a particular problem in having those tax products linked in with and solely for that bookkeeping solution. It's only if I have a separate tax product that I would want it to be agnostic. Um, so that to me is more crucial. I wouldn't be bothered if it was agnostic, but I, I don't think that's remotely essential. What I'm far more concerned about as an accountant in practice is that to ensure that the accounts production and the tax is limited to the accountants, to the QBOA users. Yeah. But the risk of having clients do that is that they won't understand that far more goes into accounts production and tax returns than simply pushing a button and exporting it, like a VAT return, for example. There's far, far, far more experience required. So that would be my concern. I guess the only devil's advocate to that is companies house are taking away that feature for them aren't they there's that whole change and they need to use software going forward so clients are going to need to have software to file it so maybe that's the reason for it um before we go on to the next bit, so just last bit on that i'm i'm definitely on the camp that quickbooks don't shouldn't have to build a api link to zero or any of that and bring the information in but if they did wouldn't that cause absolute shockwaves and come do you want to i mean like, that's got to have an industry impact right yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, everyone would be sort of around the campfire, joining hands and singing. <laughs> yeah, the dream. Out, sadly, <laughs> I think the, the commercial imperatives make that tricky. I, I remember last year during conference season, I, I went round and I speak to people and I say, well, you know, what are you enjoying? What are your, your bugbears, as it were? And integrations came up time and time again. And I, I, I wrote up a piece on integrations and, and, and the joy of, of that one word and the frustration that it, it brings to people. And yeah, it, it, it was one of those that caused, uh, yeah, it, it, it was extremely well read. You know, a, a nerdy article about accounting software integrations was just beaming around the world. And you know when a, an article has landed well, because I, I got loads of LinkedIn connections, loads of people shouting at me that I, I was totally wrong and I was, oh yeah, this is exactly right and, you know, everything in between. So, yeah, it's 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 a tricky one. In, in a perfect world, everything would be um, all open. And I, I think it's actually something that the, the smaller vendors seem to feel a lot more keenly, but, you know, they're, they're not able to sort of uh, integrate in the way that they used to be able to with some of the bigger players. So Even on the ones that apps that do integrate with Zero, QuickBooks, Sage, etc. Even those integrations don't put in the same data. Right. You know, think like Dex Precision, yeah. it can pull data from one that does this bit, but then that same data you want from a different accounting system, it can't do. And it's like, until the same data can be pulled from every system, it's going to be quite hard. So as much as I want it, yeah. I want to have one practice management system to rule them all. 
in but pulling all the data in it's it, yeah it's going to be difficult to get the right data but then who's got the right answer like quickbooks have always been quite restrictive on their apis now zero we're charging for their api so it's like no one's the right answer right but and then yeah then you've obviously got likes of silverfin who do have that connection to all of them but yeah. would intuit come around and go well we're just going to buy silverfin i mean i don't see that happening i mean they could if they wanted to let's be honest but i don't see that happening yeah okay so final section then was feedback in action they called it so these are the features that have been announced and there was a whoopometer going throughout today weren't there so on this stage nick was saying which is your favorite going through all the lists and, and it was a very much a case of um you know the whoop decided how how excited people were and there were some proper whoops from here so just to go through them and then we can uh, get your thoughts on them work paper tabs that's being all condensed so i i personally we've had we've had a big debate on that one but we'll find out if uh, i won yeah <laughs> uh chart of accounts templates so that was a nice feature that everyone loved yep. receipt capture someone Absolutely went mental. We'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. He's um, lots about receipt capture today. Yeah, and then one navigation view, which hey, it should have always been like that. Let's be honest. So, final thoughts on what's in there? Feedback. Anyone been listening to the chatter? Is there any chatter around it at the moment of oh excitement or anything else? Thoughts and figures on that last bit then. So, work papers tabs, receipt capture, one navigation view, and chart of accounts templates. I'll, I'll go in this one. If like the the two for me, receipt capture as you just mentioned. Receipt capture has been my my pet peeve, uh, my pet uh, project for a long time. Uh, the fact that they have dramatically improved that, I, th I think, is a, is a big thing. Uh, it's really, really important they got that right. I was always very disappointed. They got, they got the difficult bits in there, but, it, but they're never linked to default nominal codes from suppliers, for example. So that, that's an advantage. The other one, which I've not seen in practice yet, but that you mentioned, was the uh, saving accounts templates. I mean, I'm, you know, I've, I've been at this uh, using QuickBooks for so long, I've, I used QuickBooks Desktop. And one of the things you could do in QuickBooks Desktop was, was export templates and all sorts of things. And I used to have some standard, this is a template for a sole trader with and without that, company with and without that, and all the rest of it. So it's the ability to have the chart of accounts to save, to use for new, for new, uh, for new companies. It brings in long massive. Zero. Yeah, Zero's had those templates right. for uh, as long as it's existed, I think. Uh, I may need to know that one still includes that, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but it's bringing it up to line there. I mean, from... That's a nice thing from like, our point of view. Would we use it? I don't know because our businesses are all different and we do lots mm. of imports. I um, think the QuickBooks General Ledger is the general ledger. Feature. For the ledger one, we, we didn't really talk about it too much. We'll go back on the ledger. Go for it. We talked about it quite a lot. Mm. In that, obviously, it's very basic and it's great if you've got those once a year. You know the old carrier bag jobs, I'm sh which I say old. There's still people who carry a bag jobs. 100%. I'm talking about my dad who has a van and everything's on his dashboard. He's that perfect wants a thing he's primed for that ledger like you don't need to write your supplier ledger and your customer ledger and all that thing it's those once a time year and i can see that and again that's bringing uh, it into line with what zero have offered for so years can i, can I throw in a counter argument to that okay, yeah. i think I, I agree with everything you've just said but so here's the thing so years ago some years ago those sorts of clients would bring us a bag of receipts or dump their bank statements on us or whatever it was they gave us because they had no ability unless they wanted to do their own literally do bookkeeping to do it themselves so once a year they dumped it on us and it was a day or two or three days worth of work to go through all this stuff and do it but because now we have bank feeds and all the rest of it i don't have many clients if any clients where i would not want the client to be doing some of that simple stuff themselves 
looking at the bank feed in some simple software solution. Um, you know, I've got some clients, for example, who've been using Coconut, which got sold a while ago, but it's, it's still a viable product. And they quite like it. And it's a very simple solution. And they can do 90% of the work without thinking they're doing bookkeeping. They're just giving us information. Um, and that's done 90% of the work for us. So I'm not wholly sold on Ledger because I'm not quite sure. I think it's a product possibly, unless I've misunderstood it, at the wrong time for what, for what the industry can do. I think we're ahead of the, we were, well, as we go back to the riding the wave thing, yeah. we wrote the wave yeah. and when it happened. I reckon there was a lot of people in this room today and there always is, you know, we were talking at the apron stand about bank wrecks in QuickBooks, which yeah. was like, well, surely everyone does a bank wreck, but this guy had never done one. <laughs> you know, there's still a lot of people who have that traditional practice of, Here's my paper bag once a year, do my tax return yep, these yep. on the 30th of January. There are still, I would say, I'm not gonna put, less than 50% of the accountants are aware of who we are. And they're still on that journey of, and for them, this is the first step to get them yep. to that, yep. moving up the chain. And the fact you can upgrade from one to the other to the other is yep. that. That is exactly. crucial. You've the fact that it's in the same ecosystem is important. I, I'm in agreement with you, Sam, because a lot of those people out there that have got the gem that are looking at general ledger are now sat there going, I mean, we've not been given pricing yet, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be in line with QuickBooks Zero Ledger, like yeah. one, two, three pounds a month, right? It's not that in the US, but carry on. Those people out there that have got these carrier bags coming in are sat going, I charge two hundred pounds for this bag of bookkeeping and a tax return. How can I justify £150 for a QuickBooks license a year on top of that? And now they can go, I charge £200 a year for this bag of receipts and bookkeeping and tax return. Do I take the hit of £12, you know, £24, £36 a year for efficiency on my part so I can fit a few more of those jobs in? Now, pricing of those jobs, right or wrong there, that's a whole different matter. But a lot of people were like, I can't justify cloud software because it, quad it doubles, triples, quadruples my fee for the client or their, the, the client's investment in that facility of their business. Yeah. Whereas now, that's a non-argument. We used to do it all the time. You get a tax year end or something when I used to do them. You'd send the bank statements in. What would you do? At the time, it was shove them into auto-entry, scan them in, dump into QuickBooks, and have a QuickBooks license for a month. Yeah, yeah. exactly right, yeah. Like, we were doing it already, just we were having to pay for a, an auto-entry and a QuickBooks yeah. license. And you're not going to like this answer, but you've already got a skew for those type of clients, and that's QuickBooks self-employed. Yeah. That's the problem, right? There's all... The yeah, but I would like to see QuickBooks self-employed brought better. into the yeah. ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. So, because, yes, I mean, I... I well, I'm saying so, you, I mean, have the coconut option. before. Yeah. I'd like QuickBooks to have a coconut-like yeah, product. Definitely. Because yeah. to me, that, that's the sweet spot. I, I fully understand and agree with what you say for a lot of accountants out there. They will have clients that do that. And yeah. this is a brilliant product for them. I don't have clients that dump paper bags or plastic bags on yeah. me once a year. It's, it's giving me access to it's the bank or sending me a spreadsheet or whatever. Or, or I'd like clients on a different solution like Xero. That's where I see the yeah, difficulty. even we were, I was talking to someone else earlier, was actually around where I live in Kent, if I go to my parents, who live on the marsh, their internet speed is less than one megasecond. You know, that's that's the fastest they can get. What they're not gonna, they can barely load an internet page. Yeah. Let alone load up QuickBooks and start scanning receipts and stuff in. 
they have to have someone to do it for them or they drive to my house and they do it. My, but you know, it's madness, but that would fit the whole page. Everyone doesn't have the internet. Everyone doesn't have high speed broadband still. Yeah. Having lived in rural Perthshire for several yeah, years, exactly. one megabit I can relate. Yeah. Half a megabit on a good day at times. Exactly. Sometimes. I think with, with the Ledger product, the, the dreaded three letter that uh, accountants are all uh, looking forward to in 2026, MTD, yep. and there's there's definitely half a mind on that. I mean, I know they they have had um, several HMRC bigwigs and, and various fireside chats recently. So I I think that um, you know there there does seem to be a reasonable amount of uh, back and forth between the software industry and HMRC now. From the sounds of it, from from the conversations I've had with um, uh, people in the potential future government it doesn't sound like uh it doesn't sound like mtd is going to be canned um anytime soon so yeah it, i think it's it's half an eye on that as well i guess 100 all right we suppose we need to wrap up because we've got to get ourselves ready for the rest of the day let's do final remarks then personally I think we've had a really, really positive reception. There's been a lot of good questions. We've been quite privileged, haven't we? Yeah, and we've been on the tips and tricks area. So we've got kind of forefront of people asking questions. A lot of people are asking about working papers. A lot of people wanting to know about um, how ProTax are going to work. So they seem to be the conversations that, that, that bring in reports. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people were talking about the uh, uh, QB desktop and, and how it's moved on from there. So what's everyone's thoughts then? Shall we? Tom, do you want to start your end and we work out backwards? Final remarks of the day? Go for it. Yeah, very positive. Obviously, the FRS 102 and personal tax commitments will be what makes the headlines, but medium to long term, artificial intelligence will probably rule the day. Uh, yes, I think I think the artificial intelligence Intuit Assist is probably uh, the big thing for over the next couple of years, um, given that it has already launched in the States. That's probably the big thing. Um, and it's it, it's been a it's been a very very good as, as as these events tend to be, it's it's been an excellent session and, and QuickBooks has done a great job in keeping us up to date and improving on on products that were sort of in early stages last year. Yeah, I think yeah, it's those continuous improvements to the thing. And actually, I'd just like to say it's been pretty chill, but it's not been in your face like QuickBooks. QuickBooks like it's not been like like walk through the door everything's green. It hasn't. It's not been like that. I don't think, which is quite nice. You go to some events and it's like shouting and ramming it down your throats. And this hasn't been like that. Whether it's because it's a smaller event or that's just the new way of doing it. It's been really refreshing. You know, I've had good chats with the app people here. Funnily enough, ended up on your stand answering questions as well, you know, as you do. <laughs> so I've joined the experts as well. But yeah, I think they said it's the continuous improvements. The AI bit, I think, is key for what we do or my practice do and what I want to do. Um, so seeing more around that. Um, and how that develops over the next six, 12 months will be, will be key. Yeah, I think it's the reaffirming of everything that we've seen over the last year. And the, right, here's the next steps, which tells you, right, they're not, they're not just drawing a line under it. We released it last year. That's it. We've moved on to something else. We are continuously developing. I think they've learned a lot of lessons in the last few years from the point of view of continuous development, continuously listening and reminding us they're listening and they are actioning our feedback yeah i think they've done as you said it's been a very chilled out event i think this has been a really nice start to what is now the start of the accounting and bookkeeping conference season like yeah. from here in two weeks time we're at fab 
from there we've got digital accounts to show from there we've got account X. then we're in june like where's that year gone so I mean, there's more more than that as well so yeah, there's yeah. even more you know like july we've got zero con well, I, mean, I think next week alternative finance as well alternative yeah. finance 2020 spring conference yep. followed by left foot. there's just so much in the diary these days i think this has just been a really nice lead into it lead into it yeah like welcome <laughs> out of hibernation let's get well, it, was, it, was sleepy. it wasn't sleepy but <laughs> it's it was it was yeah i quite you know it was chill yeah yeah i agree it's been a great event and made even better by you wonderful people coming along here and talking to us on quickbooks lab so it's been a, a, a bucket list moment to have tom on here and we've got our normal panel here and we'll be back next month where we're gonna definitely have to talk about the features that are being removed so it might be a bit more of a negative podcast removed, next one we've got a result you know removed but there's good things coming there's going to be conversations to be had put it that way <laughs> So thank you everyone for watching, subscribing, listening, all that sort of stuff. And remember, if you want any more tips and tricks on the world of QuickBooks, you're already in the right place. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I've got something to say. I'd like to introduce you to a whole new way to help small business clients. It's easy as one, two, one, two, three, four. QuickBooks Online, accounting you can customize. Just sit back and relax. It works with over 300 apps. It can sync up with Net tracker. And with Gold card list. Get paid easily. Crest call. Sleuth. Funding options. QuickBooks Online. QuickBooks Labs. <laughs>